0: Welcome one and all to another episode of the Close Encounters of the Nerdkind podcast. The my name's Amron, TJ Sutherland, Dan Kolokar.
1: With new episodes released on the
2: first and third Mondays of the month. Catch Close Encounters of the Nerdkind podcast at foreverinelectricdreams.com.
0: Welcome everybody to the Close Encounters of the Nerdkind podcast. I'm here with my intrepid truth seekers. Imran Merza and TJ Sutherland. And today we're going to be tackling the rather serious subject of conspiracy theories, or rather the rise in conspiracy theories and the seemingly never-ending war on facts that is being waged across Western society. Talking specifically, or at least starting with COVID, because interestingly, since COVID uh, became a thing uh, in towards the end of uh, 2019, and then obviously 2020, there's been so many different theories about where the disease came from. But I think the most alarming thing is most countries, in fact, there's probably people you know Everyday people, friends, colleagues, family members who seem to think that the whole thing is a hoax, that it's somehow fake or exaggerated or used as a method of control. Um, also, amongst the really weird and, and wonderful world of kind of conspiracy theorists are the Flat Earth Society, people who genuinely, after thousands of years of disproving the fact that the Earth is flat. Um, There are people that generally now subscribe to that view, despite the fact we've been in space, and a multitude of scientific research proves that that is not the case. So I think, really, before we delve too much into this uh, and talk about uh, QAnon, uh, one of the, the biggest kind of rising conspiracy groups who have been branded terrorists and have all kind of weird and wonderful pro-Trump beliefs. I think it'd be really interesting to gauge the temperature of us as a podcast, what what we believe, what, what things do we see in everyday life that we question. Um, it can be going back to existing conspiracy theories, but I'd like to start by asking each of you, what was, what was the most recent thing that you questioned and you weren't happy with the facts that you were being uh, delivered through whichever medium you were consuming them? Going first to Mr. Merza. Crud. Um, I, it's a
1: great question. Um, I have resisted, despite pressure from certain (laughs) people around me, um, mainly family, I have resisted the urge to fall down a rabbit hole of um, the COVID situation where uh, people I know will send me videos proving that it is uh, a um, man-made virus that was intended to kind of be unveiled to eliminate part of the population. Now there are different versions. Um, there, obviously there's the version of it being a Chinese created, uh, substance, but there was also the, the wonderful theory that Donald Trump did it to wipe out China. Um, yeah. which I, you know, I obviously I don't, I don't subscribe. Uh, I, am not entirely sure I completely removed the, the prospect of it not being a man-made thing, but I, certainly have no desire to fall down a rabbit hole of whatsapp videos that get forwarded around and take that as any kind of concrete evidence but with the rise of conspiracy theories i think we're really approaching a new era of conspiracy theory because it's kind of like the well why would you question that you know like if when princess diana passed there was a conspiracy theory about the royal family being behind that when 9/11 uh, 9/11 happened. There were conspiracy theories that it was U.S. sort of endorsed by George Bush, and sometimes you can understand why people lean towards um, the conclusions that they do. Uh, again, with COVID, you can understand why somebody would suggest it was a man-made thing. But we're again, we're approaching an era of uh, of kind of questioning this notion that I don't really understand why you're questioning it. So you know, the the protests that currently go on because people don't want to wear face masks because they think it's a level of control and that they're doing it to remove your human rights. It's like, well, that's just a lazy conspiracy. Like, who's the gain from people wearing the masks? You know, so we're kind of entering a new era of conspiracy theory where it's kind of like, wow, I can't even comprehend why you're putting two and two together to draw a number that is in a minus figure. You know, so... So, yeah, I've resisted the urge with COVID, but that would probably be the last thing that maybe piques my interest a little bit.
0: See, it's quite interesting because conspiracy theories go back, you know, they go back hundreds of years. I know, you know, you mentioned nine eleven, and it seems like it's very common where something happens, especially if it escalates and triggers a number of different events. People... If if it's really horrific, if it's really horrendous, it I don't know. It, it feels like it's human nature to question it and not accept that that could just happen. Mm. Uh, that 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 a group of you know uh, semi-disparate terror terrorists could get together and do do such a horrendous number on America. But if you go back to when first world war started that was essentially that kicked off because of the assassination of one man and even back then there was conspiracy theories of how that happened and that it you know essentially uh, all parties wanted a war or so many of the, the, the people involved wanted a war so it was just the most kind of peculiar and petty excuse to actually kick off a war so it is really strange that I think you know we as humans our ability to accept things that we don't like has has gotten to the point where through social media everyone's got an opinion and it feels like the sheer weight of numbers the sheer weight of opinions on social media can somehow now add up to fact and obviously it's pretty unhealthy it's pretty scary uh, people are rejecting you know the news they're rejecting science they're rejecting history they want to hear hear what they want to hear and there's enough people who want to reinforce that uh, but anyway before <laughs> before I go off on too much of a tangent TJ what was the last thing that you heard where you just thought no i'm not having that i don't believe it
3: um probably i was trying to think i think probably around the whole obviously with donald trump recently um getting covid uh, there were a lot lots of suggestions around there that that was potentially fake or um you know there are other claims that uh he actually died from covid and was replaced by a body double um (laughs) that he got on a secret vaccine from russia and was quarantining until that took effect um you know the fact that he may have faked it to Get out of um, the debates, which went horribly wrong the first time round. Um, you know, I, I think it's weird actually. With that, with all of those different uh, theories that have bounced around around that thing, there's parts of it that I could list, that I could look at and go, "Do you know what? That I could actually be convinced about that." Um, in terms of him faking it to get out of the debate, having seen what happened in that first debate. However, you know, you know, the whole thing of him dying and the body double coming in, that's a bit of a stretch too far for me. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I think you, you hit the nail on the head, Dan. It's... Uh, uh, like, conspiracy theories have always been a thing. I mean, you know, since before we were born, the, you know... JFK assassination and moon landing and, you know, anything that's uh, a, a supposed otherworldly event, you know, UFOs being spotted. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's something that's been part of human beings culture for God knows how long. Um, And a lot of that isn't helped by the fact that we have some really shady government, uh, governments around the world doing some very shady things as well. So, you know, I think there's uh, the the two things seem to feed um, themselves um, and make it even worse. But then pile on top of that, you know, billions of on, you know, millions on millions of people stuck at home in the middle of a pandemic trying to find answers to something we have no answer to. Um, Inept governments telling us one thing one day, telling us something the next day, people being restricted from their loved ones and, you know, people dying left, right and center and all sorts of stuff. And people, and, you know, and with people being sat at home and having time to cook up and go on social media and, you know, read 50,000 different reasons why you should or shouldn't wear a mask or why you should or shouldn't socially distance or why COVID is real or isn't, where it came from, how it was made, how severe it is, like, all the different variances. I, I'm actually surprised that the level of conspiracy theories isn't even greater than it is, to be honest, because, you know, social media is just a, a breeding ground for, um, for all of, you know... There's half-truths and falsehoods and people making up stuff. And like, like you said then you know, people cook up ideas and other people, and it feeds into people's fears. And um, and then suddenly that, that those fears become facts, and it gets picked up by governments or leading, you know, nation leaders. And then it gets regurgitated, and then that gives it even more credence, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, it's... Um, it's all a bit shit, really.
0: <laughs> it, is, it is pretty dangerous when you think about it, because um, not only do you have this this dirt, you know this this huge wave of always-on disinformation that's coming from thousands of different social media accounts, but it's so easy for any government or any organization to step into the middle of that. Um, and use that data and guide that data and to, for its own purposes. I mean, um, it, Apple, Google, you know, all, all the big, all the big tech companies have essentially just created this giant funnel where anyone and anything can, can potentially, um, pour just so much oil on the fires of facts and it just create this melting pot of, of alternative factors as, uh, as uh, Trump's administration calls sure. audit um, that it's pretty scary. And I think in the last week or so there's been, or maybe two weeks it's depending on which social platform you talk about. But I think, uh, Twitter and Facebook have taken steps to stop QAnon from disseminating, spreading their absolute foul, horrendous theories, um, which I don't know. I, I don't know if either of you have ever actually looked into what QAnon is or are and, and what they stand for and what they believe. Yeah,
3: a little bit. <laughs> I, 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 Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's one of those ones where you kind of read a bit into it and, and kind of for me anyway you kind of look into it a little bit and go yeah no and then you just shut the page down because uh, <laughs> it's like you don't like, want uh,
0: that in like, history <laughs>
3: yeah but it's not it's not just that it's like i i from i personally like i i think it's healthy to question things i think it's healthy to not take things at complete face value sometimes. And, you know, um, I think, you know, it's right to hold people accountable. It's, It's right to, like I say, the governments of this world and, you know, big, big corporations, they've not painted themselves in a very favorable light. You know, there are a lot of shady guys in positions of power, you know, purely out for themselves to get what they can and, you know, exploit the poor and the weak and the the helpless and all the rest of it. So yes, I think it's right that you question things, but conversely, and this is, this might not make much sense, but you know, there there has to be a point where you look at something and say, okay, that's just completely, utterly ridiculous. And I, I guess the difficulty is, you know, what, what, who decides what, what point that is. You know, it, it's the hardest thing in the world is to prove some of these things aren't or are or are not facts, I guess. Um and you know, we may sit here and say, Oh, it's ridiculous that to say that I don't know, ex politician is a is whatever uh whatever ridiculous rumour there is going around about them, but you know, do we actually know that as as fact well you know no and i guess it's 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 kind of hard for me to sit here and say you know we should question everything but conversely we shouldn't you know spread rumor or um, or you know uh, like like you said fuel the fuel the fires as it were um i don't know it's it's, it's there are some things that I see written by the QAnon types and, you know, the, the, the COVID doubters and anti-maskers and all that kind of stuff. And it, it frustrates you because you kind of go, a lot of the things that you're spouting are purely feel like they're purely meant to drive negativity and, and do you know what I mean? To, 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 I don't know, to seed doubt in people's minds when actually we should be working together and and pooling our resources and, um, you know, all pulling in the same direction. And, and a lot of the things that these guys spout just feel like they're trying to, I don't know, create divisiveness for the sake of creating divisiveness. But I don't know.
0: Well, I think, yeah. you know, even before... Um, even before covid you had people who were it anti vaxxers who 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 think that yeah. you know any kind of vaccines I, I remember it wasn't that long ago there was a lot of kind of rumors and conjectures that that um one of the one of the jabs i can't remember which
3: uh, was it the measles uh, measles and mumps that one
0: MM yeah. yeah
3: yeah something like that it's the me it's the measles mumps and rubella that's yeah MMR yeah
0: that's right yeah that's the one yeah there was um a lot of rumors that it, it it had links to autism and i think yeah there was lots, huge, lots of
3: celebrities are spreading that as well
0: yeah absolutely and there was a huge response to that and eventually i believe now again i'm not 100% but seemed to die down, and it seemed to be disproved, as in, you know, there was no tangible link. Yet, you know, thousands of people refused to have the jab, and uh, a virus like, I I believe, measles, and and things things that hadn't been, you know, hadn't been part of modern-day society, you know, viruses, came back because of that. Uh, And people suddenly started suffering because all because they, they literally stopped giving their babies, um, these jabs. And again, I remember at the time, even I, you know, I read reports, listened to news and I thought, Oh my God, that's terrible. What you know, what, what if it really does have, um, you know, a link to autism, of course you wouldn't give it to your baby. And, And, you know, I'm sure if I was a parent back then, At the time I would be thinking the same thing. I'd be really cautious. But it got out of hand and it and it spread like fire. And now that that fire's just never gonna go out. And there are people who will always believe that. Even though there's been plenty of studies since that have, you know, clearly stated that it isn't it isn't a thing. And it's so weird in modern day society that people can, can actually believe that the earth is flat. And I think, Imran, you, you've you got strong feelings on the earth being flat.
1: No, well, no, not at all. I, I, I fell down a minor rabbit hole this afternoon in, in preparation for this. Um, and just sort of exploring their, the perspectives that there were about around the earth sort of being flat. And it's, it's really interesting, but probably the most interesting thing is that flat earthers don't have a generic code or kind of rule book. They argue there are different factions within flat earthers where they argue what the actual conclusion is, but they all agree the earth is flat, but everything around that is still up for debate in their in their minds, which is really interesting. I figured that they would be a very generic understanding the same way we i assume we're not flat earthers uh but uh, in the way that we understand say gravity or that the earth is a globe and it's round and the moon is where it is etc the same way we understand those are set rules uh flat earthers don't have that as a as a set rule of understanding which is really really interesting and it gets really interesting with some of the things that they actually believe in that it, there's no kind of Like, we're surrounded, so our world is surrounded by something like an ice wall. And what's beyond that wall, tell me what show this is sounding like, what's beyond that ice wall is a unknown or potentially other flat earthers believe it's other worlds beyond this physical wall, which is a fascinating perspective, I guess.
3: My brain hurts.
0: (laughs) So so hang on a minute. Do they think... Do they think that other planets in our in our solar system? Do they think they're flat as well?
1: Oh, that's a great question. I. Oh, that's a great question. We're I didn't get that ones. far. <laughs> 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 would just... be, that would be weird. It would be weirdly hypocritical if they said no, it's just ours. It would be like, well, why would you believe other planets are? That's I. Yeah, that's a great question. I never. considered. Well,
3: all those planets, all those planets in the sky are just pictures. Someone giant <laughs> Muriel.
1: Exactly. i don't know, and also I don't think flat uh, uh, do they uh, believe that we've left the planet i didn't really find get that far into it i I, don't know, I, just I, to-
3: I would to be surprised because surely because uh, yeah, because it's that not linked with the whole moon landing doubters and all that kind yeah, of stuff because, but I
1: don't know if they're the same sh- schools of thought basically oh
3: because surely if if you if you've left the earth. Um and you can see that it's a globe, then that completely dispels their theory. So I would assume they're, again sorry any flat earthers that are listening um, We should actually but, have
1: started this with, with a disclaimer that these but, are our opinions and there is no intention to offend anybody in any way. I will of
3: happily reasons. offend anyone um, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: no, but, um,
1: <laughs> Sorry Mark, I tried <laughs>
3: But um yeah, because I I can't imagine that you would subscribe to the theory that we have we've been to space, and or or maybe maybe they think that we have and that NASA is covering things up or anyone that's actually
1: got to the yes. stratosphere
3: and seen the curvature of the Earth is faking that footage maybe I guess
1: yeah but you could you could if you believed say obviously NASA would have to be a part of said cover-up but if you believe that NASA as an example of were the people that were covering up then you could accept that we've left the planet but you would okay yeah but you would maintain the lie
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. That
1: it's no, NASA would obviously not want to reveal that it was that what they saw when they left it was flat. And also, I what I don't get is when you go kind of beyond the wall again, what show and they talk about that there are sort of worlds around our worlds. I don't really know what those worlds entail. Are we talking just the, the realm of alien kind of Multi, is,
3: that's a multiverse shit going on right there? It, it, it is, isn't much, it? Hang on, I'm
0: what what show? His Dark Materials. Lost. I don't know what. Oh, His Dark, dark Materials.
3: Yeah,
0: His Dark Game of Thrones.
3: Oh no! He'll oh yeah, you're thinking the of the wall. Ice yeah, 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 like yeah.
1: Go, don't go, don't. No one knows what's although, beyond the wall. Don't although go the go multiple
3: wall. the multiple worlds thing is the, his Dark Materials. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what, yeah. what I, uh, to, I don't. Yeah, I don't
1: you. think it. It's what I say, it's not like I don't think they're referencing portals or anything like that. But it's literally like you know in a room. what's beyond that door. Is it yeah, like literally, a, what's next door?
3: Is it like a row of terrace houses, essentially? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like one world stacked up next to next to next
1: world. It's <sighs> fascinating that that you can have a contingent of. I mean, my I thought it's, process it's, is like, who cares? Like, why would why would the concept the shit. rile you up to? To, to sort of label yourself somebody who was like a flat earth. Well, it's the same thing with the masks. Like I'm going to protest. Like people actually physically get up out of bed, get catch a train, meet their friends, and protest the pros the concept of wearing a mask as a form of government control. So for me, I can't I can't understand the logic of being that worked up over something. Do you know what I mean? It just makes I guess, sense.
3: I guess the two things. So uh, so. In my head, I the way I see it, the way I, I try and rationalise it is that if you're someone who believes the earth is flat, I guess it's that thing of <laughs> you have to you have to suspend <laughs> the suspend disbelief a little bit and you have to, it's and it's purely taking what you see in front of your very eyes as being fact. So if you look like across like Field, everything looks flat, right? I know this is going to sound stupid, but just stick with me on this one. So you're you're going based on everything that you see around you as being flat, essentially. What your brain is comprehending is a flat, like piece of land or whatever. So I guess they're completely dismissing every single piece of scientific evidence, and TV program, video evidence, like everything else is completely over, overridden by what their what their eyes and their brain are processing
0: hang on i, I had a different theory to this cuz i i'm i'm thinking i i was always thinking that if they're looking at what their eyes can see you you can see the horizon and yeah. you can see the effects of you know the the, the curvature of light and etc etc so i always, no, that's, that,
3: that's science though that's, that's science uh, yeah, you, 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 have to, you have to you have to dismiss all of that
0: no, no, no! <laughs> I
3: said it sounds fucking
0: crazy. That they saw that, yeah. So they saw what yeah. was in front of them, yeah. but they couldn't see what was the the equal, you know, I don't know, mass and horizon underneath them that yeah. they therefore think that it's o- it's only what they're what they're standing on. That there's no which I, I suppose is not really. It's more like a half circle, isn't it? Than a
3: yeah, i guess i don't know. i don't know. <laughs> i i mean i i, I and again I, it's like like i said before it's it's the hum- it's the this, this human thing of you know i again i think it's right for people to have critical thinking and not to accept everything at face value but it does come to po- the does come a point where you kind of go <sighs> I can't even think of words. Just because the point where you just kind of go look it, like you Man said, it's like what what are you what are you fighting for, like you know.
1: It's like you uh, know that that, that when it... you see the picture of like, is the dress blue or is it green? <laughs> yeah, you know, you shit. know, like that, right? <laughs> exactly. It, it, it really would be man like in the grand it, scheme of things. Yeah, it would be like saying. The dress is blue and then your friends say no it's green but then in your anger you start a cult and develop a following (laughs) and develop a a, a mass movement to prove it's blue and it's like exactly it's like who cares (laughs) you see what you see why is this a thing why is this how has this developed into a mass conversation
3: i guess i guess part of it is again it's it's the not wanting to be told not wanting to accept something on face value or not wanting to be told, I guess with the, with the masks, it is, it's definitely a, a fight back against control. And it's the mask things is, is a little bit more complex because it is, I, I don't, I honestly don't believe it is just about the masks. It's, I think it's about everything else that goes on around it. It's about, it's about the lockdowns. It's about the mistrust in the way things are being handled. It's about, you know, frustration that, you know, there doesn't appear to be any sort of light at the end of the tunnel. I think a lot of that is wrapped up in a lot of other emotions or other feelings. Um, I don't think it is simply, I don't want to wear a fucking mask. I think, I think there's a lot more to it than that. Even if, even if, even if if it's not spoken, I think there's a lot more to it than, than just, you know, not wanting to wear a mask, but, um, and, and that's not to say that, you know, what they're doing isn't still ridiculous, but I, I I just get the feeling that 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 particular instance is is a little bit more complex than people who suggest that the Earth is flat.
1: There was this um, you know, uh, a singer Ian Brown. Yeah, he um, I'm gonna try and find his tweet as I as I'm talking. He he put out a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of weeks ago, where he said something, I, of, I ain't wearing no effing mask, or something like that. Right. No one was going to yeah. tell me where to wear eff- where an effing mask, and then somebody of note, some journalist or something, retweeted it yeah. and said Ian Brown hasn't commented on. Uh, the death of George Floyd. He hasn't commented on Black Lives Matter. He hasn't commented on austerity. He hasn't commented on. Uh, he, they list this thing, and he goes, "But he doesn't want you to wear a fucking mask." <laughs> this
3: is what's important to him. This yeah, exactly. Is, this, this is, this is, is, this is the,
1: what's got him upset. This, this one point. thing, yeah. and I, I that made my day. Oh, I loved it. And it's, it, the, it. it's
3: the whole, it's the whole mob rule thing as well, isn't it? It's like you know, few people latch onto it, and then the mob gets on top of it, people are tired of all this nonsense. I mean everyone's tired of COVID, everyone's tired of, of this situation that we're in and, and people are handling it handling it in a myriad of ways.
0: But I think Sad. you touched on something there. Um there's definite there's definite kind of identity and, and belonging to, to these kind of theories and groups, you know. Ultimately people you know people find sanctuary in being part of something something that that's something where they control the narrative something that's different from everyday life i am sure it's a form of escapism um and I can kind of understand wanting to be part of something that that's bigger and and bigger than yourself, bigger than anything else where you know society governments are telling you what to do. I can I can kind of see that, but if you if you actually delve a little bit into the whole QAnon thing, like I remember when I first heard about the deep state and you know, before deep state there was the Illuminati and there's always been this controlling group of people, you know, the rich, the you know, the the if you believe David Icke then it's it's a group of uh, lizard, lizard people, lizard people. There's always this this kind of controlling force that ultimately is enslaving humanity. But I could I could have kind of you know I could have maybe vibed with QAnon and thought, okay, well you know they don't like the deep state. Uh, there was a there was this huge trend during Obama uh, during his reign and then well and the clintons where there was a massive backlash uh, against the democrats and they were seen to have far too much control now qAnon seems to go way way you know way above that it's not just it's not just anti-democrat it's not just kind of anti-deep state they actually believe that there's an enormous paedophilia and and child human trafficking ring. And it's just like, Oh my God. And that, that's, that's at the forefront, the head of everything. There's, there's, you know, it goes so much that the the layers of just like, how did you come up with this?
3: Well, I read something um, uh, interesting about that the other day about the theory around why, um, and uh, which makes complete sense. I didn't read too much into it because it's just kind of thing does my head in. But, um, in terms of why, you know, like you say, the whole Illuminati deep state, all that kind of stuff's been bubbling around for God knows how long since forever. And, it, and all of that is based in a general mistrust of, you know, uh, people in positions of power and, you know, the people trying to rationalize, you know, how the rich keep get how the rich keep on getting richer and the poor keep getting poorer and the, the, the social divide and all that kind of stuff. And, um, and like you say, it seems to have taken a, a, a real, uh, an even dark, if possible, darker twist in to, you know, the talk around this pedophilia and, you know, child, uh, child trafficking and all this kind of stuff. And, Oh, and it,
0: satanic it, ritual abuse, by the and way, and
3: satanic ritual abuse, of course. Um, and a lot, and this this article that I kind of touched over the other day, it was it basically said, basically, basically, what they've done is they've tapped into the most they've essentially tried to tap into the most um, horrific things they can think of to stir up people's interest in um the latest version of the illuminati blah blah blah, whatever you want to call it um and it's and you know because when you think about it you know what are some of the worst things that you hear about um when you, you see a new story and you hear about some horrendous crime being committed you know the things that get the most guttural uh and emotional response from people are you know um when vulnerable people are harmed, so children, um, you know, and then if you go into, you know, what are other things that drive deep emotional responses from people? Well, religion. Um, and, you know, that's why a lot of these latest wave of theories center around those subjects, because the those are things that people see as being the most reprehensible Um, things you could do, you know, they, for years, they've been talking about the Illuminati and people being, being in positions of power and big corporations controlling everything around the world. No one's really given too much of a shit or paid too much of attention to it. You know, yeah, you, people follow it and, and pay a bit of, pay a little bit of interest in it, but no one's, you know, it's not really, it's just kind of bubbling under the surface. But they seem to have really latched into now with the accusations of, child trafficking and all that kind of stuff really garnering um people's interest i'm seeing like people who you know people i follow on social media like kind of mid-level low-tier celebrities and that kind of stuff regurgitating you know stuff that uh, q on stuff around you know uh those sorts of subjects i'm like you know and these are people that to me come across as being quite level-headed people reasonable people and because of the things that are being touted about uh, touted by qAnon around you know harming children you know religious cults and all that kind of stuff it's really triggered a lot of people and, and really garnered a lot of um interest from seemingly reasonable people um so yeah i mean there's a reason why it's suddenly gone down that road because it's not always been like that, but it's, there's a reason why it's suddenly gone down that road, and it's and it's because of you know the, the the ability to to stop people thinking with their rational mind. As soon as you hear that children are being harmed, immediately people are like, "Oh my god, what?" Like, you know, and it, you know, it seems to drive people into thinking that it's that it's facts before any sort of reasonable thinking has got into how this could be possible. But yeah.
0: I think what what scares me is you look at the Holocaust, and that came out of a sense that uh the the Jewish race as a whole were somehow controlling everything they were controlling the banks they were controlling the money, and that they were somehow exploiting um everyone else basically for their for their own gains and yeah, I mean that you know. That was, you mm. know, that was the the starting point for a world war, almost, <laughs> in a sense. Um, but I think I think the scariest thing about it is there's so much prejudice out there that that seemed to have calmed down. So much kind of right wing and kind of you know um, anti immigration style. Feeling that's been stoked up by so many right wing governments. I mean, we, we've got the most right wing government um, in power now. Most that since I've well, since I think the three of us have been alive, this is this is pretty much. I mean, Thatcher was pretty bad, but that was probably when we were quite young. But this is the most right wing government. We've got the most right wing president um, ever in charge of America. And Brazil and so on and so forth, and it feels like there's this protectionism, there's this isolationism where so many big countries are now saying, "Well, look, we wanna, we wanna keep what what we've got because we don't want to give, we don't want to let anyone else have it. We don't want anyone else coming over and taking what we have um, because we deserve it, we've earned it. You know, we are the, the." I don't know. I don't know. It, it you deconstruct it the more you look at it the more you deconstruct it and pull it apart the more absolutely fully ridiculous it it becomes but with with Brexit and having you know an incredibly right-wing government who who genuinely um are able to to stoke that paranoia and and baseless fears like somehow um the reason so many people are in poverty and the reason so many people don't get what they they want is because we're part of a European union. It's due to immigration, it's due to other people It's everyone else's fault apart from the government that's actually controlling the policy which makes people you know lose their livelihoods, their wages their homes you know which which reinforces that divide and now that seems to go. Across the world, but what it's created is this vacuum of people who watch TV you know watch uh, reality TV in particular which sells this idea that we all should have uh, a lot of possessions and things and we all should earn this money and look this way and buy this and have that and own this and it's just just a perfect storm um, that seems to just feed you know, you you can just feed this this information into this void of people who really seem to believe everything that they're they're told and it's just it's just scary because it's not, you know, it is healthy to question things. It is healthy to to sort of say, well, you know, I don't quite understand that. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make my own opinion. I'm gonna try and actually balance what you're telling me with other research and facts, but so many people, as soon as they're told something that they like the sound of, that feeds their prejudice, they re- they refuse to hear anything else. I mean, you look at black Trump voters who just say, "Oh, well, he's you know he's all right, you know he's he's done some really good things," and then people reel off how many terrible things he's done and terrible things he said and it's like well you know i don't mind you know it, does, it doesn't affect me you know he didn't mean that and that you know that was a joke and you know and he just like so you're never going to hear anything other than what you want to hear and that is just particularly scary and it feels like unfortunately in this country that was mirrored with with brexit people just decided well i'm going to hear i don't i don't want to hear any facts. I don't want to hear the truth. I don't want to hear science or research or any, anything that disproves anything that I like the sound of. And it, yeah, it's just frankly.
3: completely Bloody scary.
0: <laughs> yeah. Particularly, particularly with COVID now, because, you know, it's out of control. Um, it doesn't sound like it's going to get any better. And there's plenty of people who by deciding that they're not going to wear masks, they're not going to do what the government tell them to do. For, you know, I, I, I sympathise with some of what they're being told and what they say and what they feel and what they believe. But ultimately, if if they start acting how they, how they feel, then ra- rather than the majority of the population, then this thing's never going to go away.
3: Anyway. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: God,
3: big tangent there. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's sad. I mean, I guess this, this subject, it it's, it lends itself to... Uh, I'm sure all of us are frustrated by a lot of the stuff that we see and it lends itself to to um, making you go off on a, a bit of a rant. Not you, personally, but making anyone go off on a bit of a rant when it comes to the level of frustration where you kind of think, you know, if everyone just kind of... Chills the fuck out, you know, works together, pull in the same direction, we'll get through this, and you know, and it's it's hard for everyone. It's hard for some more than others, but you know, it's uh you get people spouting nonsense, it's it does not help the situation.
0: I just think, you know, with COVID, if, if there's if there's five if there's a five percent chance that wearing a mask helps and stops other people from spreading spreading mm. it or getting it then it's it's five percent it's it's worth it it's it's a you know it's it's not really that difficult um it's the same with you know going out and being reckless when you socialize it's like well it if there really is a chance that if I, if I go to that house party or I go around my friends or I go, go with a group of people and hang out, you know, ultimately that you've just got to use common sense. You hmm. know, it shouldn't even really be about what the government tell you. It is just a little bit of common sense to sort of say, to, to stop and think, well, look, do I want this virus? It sounds pretty, pretty horrendous. Uh, was it long COVID that they now talk about? It doesn't sound particularly great. Um, and you know, if I get it, I could easily pass it on to someone who has an underlying condition, or someone in my family who really could suffer from it. So hmm. you just just have a little bit of common sense and say and weigh things up and say, well, am I going to take the risk? Because I'm not only taking the risk for myself. I'm ultimately, you know. I'm I'm taking a risk that it's going to affect other people that I care about Everyone
3: else yeah yeah
0: exactly anyway just to sort of i think wrap up on um on a slightly lighter note um and just let's go with some old school uh, conspiracy theories I'll start with you Emma. <laughs> uh, what is your your favorite conspiracy theory ever and don't don't have to go too too deep into it but just kind of a quick summary of why why you like it and why you believe it or why you don't believe it.
1: I will, I will edit this back as, as appropriate, but I, I have something with QAnon. I wanted to jump in with, uh, should I can't, should we do this bit and then come back or can I do my QAnon bit and then do your bit? I'm so no, sorry. I'll keep
2: I'll keep on yeah. Out. is that
1: all right. I just, I just want to jump in with it. Cause I, I thought of it really late and I, I really wanted to share it with you guys. Um, Final point for me about about this one. I'll add a couple of minutes though, if I've made. i may. Uh, I, I would do a, a spot on a, on a, on a, a radio station that I won't name, um, a, a few years ago. So this is going back to 2018. And, um, I, uh, I played, um, it was like, it is an internet station. So you have like the, the message forum bit, you can interact with people listening and they can interact with you, et cetera. Uh, I played, um, an anti-Trump song uh it was by it was by a an, an current a contemporary new york vocal duo with a brilliant name i don't think they know the names that it that it makes us think of but they're called mel and kim and i don't think they know who who the UK eighties Melon Kim? No, was. not the Melan Kim. Okay. No, exactly, not the Melan Kim. They're, they're, these are these these are American yeah. the two American girls, and I have no, I, I don't think they know who Melan Kim are, but they're called Melan Kim, and they had a song called Bad Man, and I they don't mention Trump in the song, but it is absolutely about Trump, and I I played the song because it's a great song. It's sort of a Northern Soul kind of esque song, uh, and I really like it. I played the song, and uh, there was a guy who. Um, would periodically listen. He, you know, he'd message every now and then. He's, you know, oh, I'm listening in, enjoying the show, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, I'm not going to name him, but he was uh, an English guy, uh, well into his mid fifties, probably. That he he would he would listen in to, to to the station in general. Uh, so he would every now and then he'd catch my show. So I I played the song and I mentioned it as a um an anti-Trump song. Um, he messaged me on Facebook uh afterwards so this is like 2018 October I just want to read his message I, I really I remembered it super late um into this and I just thought like yeah I thought it'd be fun to share it gets it not too long but anyway he says uh hi uh please don't think I'm right wing You lose it. You're losing the argument instantly if that's what you're, if that's your opener. (laughs) I'm (laughs) not racist. I'm not racist. Exactly. but... but, um, But please don't think I'm right wing. I'm sure you don't. I do at this point. But you know what it's like. I've only just left the Labour Party. I'm now apolitical. I follow no party. Don't vote. Don't watch telly ever. Don't read any newspaper. Why, you ask? I didn't ask. Uh, ask. Because it's it's brainwashing, agenderizing of the highest order. Most of the mainstream media is owned by, inverted commas, certain people, shall we say. Our national banks are owned by, inverted commas, certain people. Most first world countries have a, inverted commas, deep state. And that, I'm afraid, is paid for and driven by the above, inverted commas, certain people. Don't believe all you see and hear in any mainstream media, given who drives it from above. Truth is my mantra. Maybe Google or YouTube Trump and the deep state. You'll be very surprised what he is doing. It's unreported. Of course it is. Why would they? Uh, Seriously, a change is going to come. You can't quote that of all phrases that sound anyway. Um, so just, uh, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> I think this this is this is
3: going into the whole Trump. Uh, Trump's doing this big investigation. He's going to blow oh, the yeah. lid on, on go- the whole. Yeah. Yeah, we're
1: I getting think. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're totally gonna. I've just got a couple more lines. But uh, he goes. Yeah. By the way, perpetual wars in Middle Eastern Muslim lands. Remember who drives things? Those inverted commas. Certain people. Deep spate carries out deep state sorry carries out that shit for them trump is capitals is fighting the deep state it's just that most of them don't know it because of the ridiculous portrayal of anything trump does this really is the stuff of a bond style thriller i've bored you enough already so soon my boy take care and research what i said if you please it's up to you but don't be brainwashed you're far too good for that now i was with him right until the end where he didn't apostrophe apostrophe the re he said you're too good and it's you are and he lost me so i'm a grammar bully and i'll own it but (laughs) but he sent that message now thank god if you're not facebook friends with someone you don't get the indicator that you've got a message it's kind of hidden on a side bit so i didn't see that for months so i didn't feel the need to respond to it i didn't feel i was like well it's been months so thankfully, he's yeah. hopefully not waiting for a response yeah. but that was mental I, oh, I that pops in my head every now and then I hey, he, sounds, and shudder. he
3: sounds he sounds like the greatest <laughs> <laughs> wow i mean converted you <laughs> yeah this this, the, the, this whole um, you know trump is doing trump is doing this big investigation he's going to blow the whole yeah. um, the whole pedophile child uh, sex traffic ring wide open and all that kind of stuff like that that's that's been a thing that i've heard a few times now um and yeah i mean if trump is actually colombo in disguise then you
1: know oh uh, cool <laughs> to, uh, to, to, to know, quote kaiser Sose, i think trump yeah, is the greatest trick that the devil ever pulled do you know I'm what sure. i mean because yeah. he is either the Bumblingest, buffooniest person in the world, or he is a genius who has literally changed the world for the worse. He, yeah. his name is at the center of QAnon. He is at the center of of, of ridiculous support like this. Yeah. He look what he has done. He has he and Nigel Farage, I I would cite as well, have literally changed the sh- the, just the shift of the world. And he's either a moron who just stands there with a big bully type mouth and is unaware of the effect that he's actually having you know Mm. the the notion of alternative facts this notion of disregarding truth all of it is him all of it all of it all of it comes from him and it's petrifying the impact that 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 man has actually had on the world and i don't think people really look we look at the insane things that he says and does and we laugh at it, but no one really sits and thinks. Wait a minute, what? How, how? has this world actually changed with him? And it's it's petrifying yeah. that there's potentially another four years of it. But, but you it's, know, it's, it's, uh. it's
0: the really big thing with him in that I I think because he's Republican and because he's you know ultra conservative and right wing, there are so many people that just double down on that uh, and refuse to kind of entertain anything else. Like the more the more people try and actually point out what he's doing and what he's saying as being, you know, ridiculous, as being lies, as being propaganda. The thing is, is, you know he wasn't
3: always right right wing, right? You know he wasn't always Republican. He was uh, he was Democrat for like the longest time. So i d I'm not I mean I think he's a I think he's a politician of convenience <laughs> like it's laughing at the, is... at the
1: use of the word politician Sorry. well okay <laughs> a,
3: a, 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 i was gonna say man no not not even that uh, yeah. a, a, no no
1: you're absolutely right you're absolutely right No, no a thing on. of
3: convenience like <laughs> it, i think it's convenient for him to have the support and the backing of the party that he's with because it suits his his uh his end, his his aim to you know to be where he is, or well, it suited his aim to be where he is. Um, if he could have gone the other way, he probably would have gone the other way. But I, I, I you know, I I question his devout, uh, his undivided commitment to right wing theories. I think it's I think it's the thing that he is able to. Galvanize people around by saying outlandish things and by doing outlandish things. Yeah. um In fact, if anything, it's the easier it's the easier of the two sides to whip up into a passionate frenzy about you know whether it's abortion, whether it's crime, whether it's gun control. It, I think it feels like the, the the right the the right wing is the the side that's easier to galvanize and and really sort of motivate to to. Um, to whip up into a frenzy about this kind of stuff, the whole, you know,
2: well
0: because with all, all,
3: all that stuff wrapped up in patriotism as well, like it, it's, well, it's totally
0: yeah. he appeals to the lowest common denominator in American society. Also, probably mm. and unfortunately, he he you know he unifies uh, that group.
3: Yeah, yeah, they, they've galvanized around of, you know all the words that he said, and he's. It, you know, all of the, all of the things that he says and does is for a purpose. It's, you know, it's, it's to, it's to whip people in, into a frenzy and to, to, you know, get people out to vote. And it's, and this is, this is, you know, a large part of that is why, you know, Democrats won, lost, lost the last elections because people got complacent. People didn't go out and vote. And there's all these things around, you know, Hillary Clinton and the fact she's a woman, but that's a whole nother story. But, you know, it's 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 much easier to for him anyway to galvanize people around the things that he's saying.
0: Well, this is why also that they've gone with uh, Joe Biden because he's basically the most Trump pair of hands. Yeah, he's the most conservative uh, Democrat equivalent to Trump that they could get. So they've tried. They they basically just created another, you know, old guy who who looks and sounds not too dissimilar. Mm -hmm. Um, he's not as particularly as, uh, fully deranged as Trump, (laughs) but yeah, they, they've gone, they've gone with someone to, to try and appeal to the same demographic as Trump, which is, is just scary as hell when you actually think about it. But, um, I think we probably need to wrap up, but I Mm -hmm. will end on an anecdote, which made me laugh. Um, very, very quick one. Uh, I had a haircut from my hairdresser for the first time in, I don't know what, seven, seven months. And, and when I went in, he was so pleased to see me. Um, and you know, he's, you know, this is, this is an Asian barbers in the middle of East London. And, you know, he was so grateful for the the trade. And then I sat down. And of course the the first question you ask is Oh how you've been? How's everything? And he said, Oh yeah, no, I've uh the the barbers has had had to close it for like four or five months. I said, Oh yeah, I said Ev- everything that's been going on has been terrible. He goes, Yeah. He goes, It's it's all fake, it's all a big hoax. Yeah, the government have found oh, me out of my <laughs> my work. And I kind of it's awkward. The guy's already got scissors in his hand. <laughs>
3: yeah, fuck with that shit.
0: I do not know what to say because, obviously, from a point of view, you know, I've not owned my own business and I've not experienced. You know, I, I can't imagine what it, what it would be like if you had a, a, a pub or bar, a barber's, uh, nail bar, swimming pool. You know, all, all the things that have been closed because of COVID. What that must feel like and how frustrating that must be. So I did cut him some slack in my head. I was like thinking, okay, that he must be pretty angry inside. But yeah, it was just a moment of, I do not know what to say. How on earth do I answer? I said, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible. That's uh, the decision yeah. Mm. Yeah.
3: kind of yeah. what you can do.
0: Yeah. Mm. So, I think we better... Oh, you don't
1: that. want to do the do the thing, do the thing. I ruined your bit. It's oh, a wait. great ending. I can be super brief with my one. Oh, go on then, go on then. i got to ask you, you've got to ask it.
0: You'll <laughs> right. have to yeah. So, so <laughs> being as brief as possible, what is your favourite conspiracy theory and tell me why you believe it or why you don't believe it? I would, for me, I would have to say the... Uh,
1: the notion of uh, extraterrestrial life having made contact with our planet. That's probably my favorite uh, conspiracy theory. Um, The fact, you know, I, I don't know if I fully believe in the idea of it, but I do subscribe to the notion that in this vast, vast, vast galaxy and universe, the fact that our planet would be the only one with you know uh somewhat intelligent life uh i do find it surprising and i love the um the idea of um that you know that, th- that we potentially have had visits from other other life outside of our own world and the fact that the government might have been covering it up however i do think that that's not really a question anymore because that would have been the first question donald trump would have asked when he got into power and he would have tweeted the answer for that so uh <laughs> If, if Area 51 existed and they had it, he would have been there going, I can't believe it. This shit is real. So <laughs> I, it probably isn't true, but that's my favourite.
0: Or or they, they, they probably locked everything up, packed everything away. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> this, we, and this insane <laughs> motherfucker never gets to see <laughs> any of this shit, ever. Yes, that's probably it. <laughs> uh, DJ, what is your favourite conspiracy theory?
3: Um... Elvis,
0: <laughs>
1: brilliant! Oh, that's great. Being dead or alive?
3: No, him and Tupac chilling out on an island in the South Pacific. Um, I, had, no, I thought
1: Tupac was going to make, make his way into this. Um,
3: <laughs> Tupac, Biggie, and Elvis hanging out on an island in the South Pacific. No, um, Fantastic! I think I, I think I know we've we've done it to death, but I think the flat Earth thing just it. I yeah, I, that just always makes me kind of go really just <laughs> I, uh, yeah I, i'm not gonna go into it again we've not gone over it already but the flat earth thing i just sorry you're not you, you lose a lot of credibility with me when you if you yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: Teach you night know. before your wedding jess takes you aside and says listen i, I want to be completely honest well with you and Let i want to be honest about <laughs> no
3: no no in fact, no. Do you know what? I'm glad you told him before the wedding, so that I know that we don't have <laughs> to spend this money anymore. Let's cancel the whole thing. Um, <laughs> it off. Clearly, you're mental.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, Dan, what is yours?
0: <laughs> oh, my, my favorite is, is always that the, the fake the faking of the moon landings. That I nearly went there. with that
3: as well. Huh? I nearly went with that one as well.
0: It's so good. I, 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 that's, that's, that's quite funny. That there's there's this there was a film set with Stanley Kubrick as well directing it. <laughs> I, I just love this idea that they they set up, um, yeah, a, a complete set and, and filmed it all. See, I I actually go halfway half and half on this. I have an opinion that yes, they did they did land on the moon exactly the time that they said they did, or they went up there. But I think that they, they created footage as a fallback. I think because they didn't know if they would actually be able to film on the moon, actually land on the moon. Um, I have a feeling that they could have potentially created some actual, uh, footage as a backup and maybe even use some of it in, in pictures, uh, so it's almost like half and half. I'm not saying it didn't happen. Interesting. But I, I wonder if, if they might have taken an insurance policy with it.
1: The lie within the truth. That's very good.
0: Exactly. So. Yeah, whatever. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on that literal crater-shaped moon bombshell. <laughs> thank you all for listening to another pretty intense episode of close encounters of the nerd kind uh hope you enjoyed it and uh yeah tune in for more soon good night and god bless